podcast is a platform created to explore the day-to-day life and lessons applicable to what it's like to be a husband in today's society. Our message is for husbands who desire to honor God, their wives, and families. They want to give them a positive community, encourage them, and remind them that they matter. I'm so excited to speak with Darian Lewis today, who has a podcast named Husbandhoods. Welcome to the show, Darian. So welcome back to Truth in Texas Banking. I'm LaVonda Renfro, and today on my podcast, I have the distinct honor of having Darian Lewis, who is serving as the president of Behind Every Door, which is an organization we love to partner with. But he's also the creator of a podcast named Husbandhood, which is about men being good leaders as husbands and fathers. And when I spoke to Darian about this, I thought, man, this is such a great subject and probably something that, you know, we talk about people with a purpose and why they do what they do. What a better subject to talk about. So welcome to the show, Darian. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's a blessing to be here, man. I'm excited. I am too. So listen, you know, we've known each other for a while through Behind Every Door and get the opportunity to work a little bit closer together on some things. And when we were just talking one day, you told me about your podcast. I actually started following you because I saw that you had a podcast and I was really interested in the subject matter because what I thought was, you know, we don't talk enough about this kind of stuff that you really have to have a passion for. And I want to give any type of you know, platform I can so people can hear about what people are doing good in the community. And we talk a lot about what things aren't right in this world, but we don't talk enough about what things when things are going good and how we can be better. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today. And so I wanted to start off with telling me a little bit about Darian. Who is Darian Lewis? Who is Darian Lewis? That's a <laughs> question. Let me ask myself, who is Darian Lewis? Um, so, no, Darian Lewis is really, he's a husband, he's a father, he's a son, he's an uncle. And uh, more than anything, he's a servant of God. Yeah. I happen to be able to, my assignment in life right now is we're behind every door. And it's to my my wife and two young men that yes. one is on the teenage spectrum and the Got other is on the toddler spectrum. Okay. Lord help me babysit. <laughs> A lot going on with that. Um, yep. But it's great. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. I think it's really cool for me because growing up, I didn't know my biological father. Right. Uh, I had a man who fathered me, still fathering me to today, super appreciative to him, to him for everything. And I didn't have a father day to day that was in the house with my mom to my right. marriage to see what that looks like, you know, to, yeah. for the day in, day out work that <laughs> is work that shows up from, you know, being in a relationship with someone and doing it in a healthy manner. Right. So. Right. I'm very fortunate to be able to walk in it myself. Yeah. It's as if God is teaching me how to be a husband and a father um, day to day through lived experience. So I'm excited. Yeah. I think one of the things you told me uh, when we were just talking on another conversation is that, you know, your mom always thought about education and, you know, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're the first one to graduate from college. It was a big deal for you to get a college degree. Yeah. Is that right? 
Yes, in my immediate family, yes. In your immediate family, right? And what, tell me a little bit about your mom, because I think that's cool, your story about your mom, right? I love that story, and I can always hear the love in your heart. And and then, because I do think it has a parallel of what drives you to be who you are. Correct. Yeah, and I think for me, my my mom, I would only thing I would add to what you just said was, my mom, in so many ways, I'm realizing even more and more in the work that I get to do every day with people and families that how much of an impact her life has had on my life. Right. How much of an impact her her walk, although she would look at it and look at it and think it's the most imperfect walk ever, um, was so intentional as it definitely plays a part into who I am today and who I get to serve and what I get to walk in. So my mom, uh, my mom had me at 17. Mm -hmm. I almost was not here, actually. (laughs) Uh, My mom was an excellent student. Uh, She was in her junior year of high school, running track, great grades. Her grades were pretty, pretty good. She was a very brilliant young lady and um, it still is. And so she ended up, you know, you know, having, you know, Kevin Darian. Kevin Darian, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it came down to a day where my grandfather and my grandmother came down to an abortion, possibly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, either she was going to get out of the bed that day or (laughs) my grandfather was going to go fishing. If anybody knows my grandfather, my grandfather (laughs) lives on that lake. So nothing's going to come in between that, right? I love it. So my my mom, she just didn't get out of bed that day. And mm-hmm. uh, the rest is history. I'm here. Yeah. Um, it was her dream to go to college. It was her dream to pledge Delta. It was her her dream to just go do amazing things post-college. Um, yeah. She had this trajectory mapped out. However, a lot of that was halted because of the responsibility that was to raise me. Right. So she sacrificed a lot for me. Yeah. Know, times where we, we grew up in the Pleasant Grove area of Dallas and that zip code is one of the toughest zip codes in the in, in Dallas. Yeah. Sure. During that process, because of my unique positioning as a being the son of a 17, 18 year old mother. Right. See my mom through her 20s. I got to see my mom through her 30s. And by the time she was maybe 35, 36, um, I was getting ready to go to college. Right. As a 33 year old young man now, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, but um, really, I, I, I think it was just. It was just interesting. I saw a lot. Yeah. I saw so much. I saw the days we were in the house and lights were off and yeah. my mom was trying to figure it out. I, I seen my mom turn a can of peaches and a can of biscuits into a, a whole like spread for us. Right. Right. But um, also seeing her, you know, step into some of the highest of our heights. Right. It was just so resilient. And although our life came with some some great difficulty growing up, right, and some things to navigate through, some things to learn, she was just so resilient, and she always pushed through. And her faith in God always kept us kept us afloat. And yeah, we always we always went to church. My grandmother would pull up. I would always have to get in the car with her. <laughs> she would never buy me Jordans. She would buy me slacks. <laughs> Will be like a whole thing around this. I was so frustrated because I was yeah. like, I want Jordan's me. Like, could you please help me with that? <laughs> no, take you to JCPenney's and we're going to get slacks. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So, exactly. Um, all in that, you know, all of all of that is 
really played an instrumental part in my life. Yeah. I think it's interesting when you when I hear you talk about your mom. First of all, this isn't you know video, but I can see your face light up mm-hmm. and hearing the tone of your voice and the inflection. I hope your mom knows how proud you are of her. But what I what I gathered gathered from it is that life's going to throw stuff at us, no matter who we are, mm-hmm. and we're all going to be faced with different challenges, no matter what that looks like. And what I read your how what your podcast is about was you know that. Being a father and being a husband of God and husband and a man of God is work and it takes practice to do that. But I think the foundation your mom laid for you through her actions, not, you know, purposefully, is the tenacity to put in the work, but the resiliency, but also that you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah, You're not going to always do it right. I mean, I wish we always did everything right all the time. So that's why I was so intrigued to hear what you're doing with your podcast. So I do want to talk about that. Tell me a little bit more about the podcast uh, that you're doing. Yes. So the podcast is titled Husbandhood. So the Husbandhood podcast is, if you want to think about the word brotherhood and replace the word brother with husband, that's husbandhood. Um, We want to establish a community of husbands. It's a podcast for husbands built by husbands to help husbands be better. I love it. Husbands married, you know, we want to disrupt the divorce rate, you know, and I think one of the ways we can do that is through husbands having community that challenges (laughs) them, that shares stories that are relatable to the walk of being a husband. You know, it's, I've heard a woman, uh, a wife, (laughs) she she said, (laughs) you got my husband talking. That's, this is, this is, this is interesting. Like, and I think, I think what's interesting even in that is that, you know, men, when, especially if you marry younger, tend to lose community at some sort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of your friends, if they're not making the same, if they're not like-minded in that regard, at least in that season of life, Mm -hmm. uh, until they figure it out, you know, or choose to get married or not, then there's a part of that friendship that that changes. So there's a d- dynamic in that relationship that shifts because of the the just lived experience at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, it's 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 husbands out here that are really walking this journey alone and just trying right. to figure it out and to have a, a, a support or a community that we all can just come together and learn from each other and iron sharpens iron, I, I think we have an opportunity to to really shift the marital paradigm for sure. Oh man, that is a, that would be a great goal, right? Oh, That's absolutely. something to really talk about. So when you talk about husbandhood, same thing as brotherhood, uh, being a good husband, being a good steward of your family, a steward of God as well. Tell me what really prompted you to start it? Did you look around the room and go, Hey, I'm kind of alone in this, or I have two or three friends that we're, we're kind of alone. We're not really, a, we don't have a club yet. There's only two of us. What really prompted you to go for it? This is something I think can have impact. I love that, you know, the divorce diet, you know, make sure the divorce rate goes down. But I really love the part where you talk about just a way to communicate, That's going it. through some of the same trials, right? That's it. That's it. It's, it's a locker room talk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I- That's okay. Former athlete, you know, we used to sit around the locker room and just talk through things. And the more we talked, the more we realized that we had a lot in common. Yeah. And it was actually a fighting after the, we was going after the same goal. 
And that was the win. And that was just the win at life. It went on the field, but went in the classroom, the whole nine. So um, support groups turned out of that. So in this case, um, what I what, what I was looking for, and I was very fortunate, actually. I, a few of my friends, we all got married around the same time and we all were in each other's weddings. Right. And because of life and having kids and now having a wife and then careers are taking off. We just didn't spend a lot of time around each other anymore. You know, yeah. in fact, our wives started hanging out more than we did. <laughs> so it was just one of those things where I was looking for opportunities to grow. I realized right. that, hey, there's no perfect book to being a husband. Yep. Um, you, this is not something that you could prepare for. This is something that you have to be in to really learn. Like you got to it, it, it requires lived experience. And so when I was looking, I, I, I was checking out podcasts. I happen to like to listen to podcasts. I live so far from from work at this point where I, where I listen to podcasts on the way home. Where I listen Me to too. <laughs> so to that point, I was just searching and what I would find, I would find husbands actually doing podcasts. Okay. However, their, their audience were single men rather than other husbands. It was single men that they were pouring back into or actually trying to give game or give um, just wisdom to like okay. as a as a way to try to help prepare them for marriage or what is to be marriage. When the true reality is I I've heard similar advice pre-marriage, like pre-marriage. And um, <laughs> it was a whole different ball game <laughs> when, when I became married in a positive way. Right. Right. Um, and so I was looking for a podcast or something to listen to that would be encouraging the husbands. Didn't find it. So the Lord put it on my heart to start it. And when I, I just couldn't shake it. I was like, oh gosh, I don't know about this, but yeah. I'm just going to try. And yeah. uh, so my wife and I, we, we came together, sowed a seed, uh, sowed a tithe into it to see what would happen. Um, yeah. My friends agreed to, allow us to use the studio to do a four C like a four episode pilot. And, um, it was, and I brought together some of the most amazing husbands that I admire. And I think that are awesome. Um, yeah. They would say, boy, hush. I'm not, I am not, we're not perfect at none of this, but I just admire them for sticking in the game and staying. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Um, being resilient in it. And so we, we, got together. We just started having some conversations. We mixed and matched. We said, you're going to be on this one. You Okay, let's do this one. Let's talk about this. Let's do this. And we were just in there trying to figure it out. And now we have this four season, well, not four season, but the four episode pilot that um, tomorrow will be three actually released on YouTube. So, yeah. So let me ask you, so what is the, some of the subject matter? So my listeners may go, okay, so this is what you do, but what do you talk about? So tell us a little bit about what you talk about and and why you think it's so important for other married, yeah. other men that are married or in marriage to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think when one of the things that I mean, we conflict is inevitable, right? Yeah. Conflict, for example, conflict is inevitable. You're going to face it. But how you handle it and how you address it, especially in an intimate relationship um, with your wife, it matters. Because right. you and your husband set the tone for your house, whether you realize it or not. 
Some of us. Whether are, you want to or not. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> right. Um, and so some of us are what I've learned is even some of us are really good in a corporate setting of handling conflict. Right. Only suck. And then some of the biggest leaders in the public are some of the uh, kind of sometimes I've noticed I, I just talk to husbands, some of the loneliest people at home. Like, yeah. We live in their heads and they. So we talk through some of these things that get some of these thoughts out of their minds. We try to get be present with those thoughts that may come up through transparent life experiences or stories from our marriages. Or I think on this one that's coming out tomorrow, I expressed how, you know, um, I heard the advice from a from a mentor, like a spiritual father of mine, that when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Well, yep. but there's a other part of that that says he also obtained favor. And what happens when favor hits the marriage to where your careers take off and things are just blessed? However, you have all of these now responsibilities and all these things to be present for. And how do you do that and make time for your family? How do you do that and make time for your wife? Right. Sometimes it doesn't feel like enough time in a day. Right. Right. But when you have people who have lived that, who've walked through that and overcome that as a younger married guy, there is a there is someone that can help me navigate that and stay in the game versus me trying to deal with this. And then there's distance and then I have all these thoughts in my head and I'm dealing with all of these particular um, insecurities or things that I might experience or temptations. And then I find myself in a position where I end up finding myself in in, in something that I shouldn't or doing something that I shouldn't. Yeah. Resulting in me possibly losing everything that I love and care about. Man, I just got it. I got a little chill because thinking about it, one of the things you said was so um, I think prevalence is I think in general. People in like are prideful, right, and they don't want to admit that maybe they have a, a something they need to work on. And unfortunately, Men have some of that maybe more than others, right? And so when you, especially if you're, no matter who you are, but if you have a, a person of leadership or that they think they know it all. And and I think what you just said is so, so intriguing because loneliness at home uh, does not help you be the best at work, right? And you got to have both that balance. And so I think with, what I hear you saying is you're really trying to help someone find that balance but that home is home is where it's at (laughs) the truth is i think um in the professional sense we use this um term presenteeism Uh but i'm not there right and it's it's you you see a lot of that especially in your leaders right yeah and also there's this part where although i'm the president of behind every door when i walk into home to this home I am not the president of behind every door anymore. <laughs> so things that I can speak to and, and, and say, I, I need this done. I need this done. My wife, if I look at her and say, Hey, I need this done. And <laughs> why don't you do it? What, what's you, wrong? With you, you sure do get busy. <laughs> you do it. What, what is wrong with you? You should be out there. Come on, let's do it together. Right. But um, it's just adjustments, man. You, and you, you know, I, I heard Shaquille O'Neal allude to this and he said, you know, I thought it was all good. You know, I used to come home to my wife. She was a gorgeous woman. She was great to me. And, you know, I had all of these kids, right? But it 
But when things went sour, that first time I came home and I didn't hear those voices and I'm in this big mansion, life shifted for me. I realized realized what I had did at that moment. And so we're just, you know, just encouraging brothers to take advantage. Not not going down that path, right? Not going down that path. Just taking advantage of the opportunities you have. And then, you know, at the very least, making the best of what you have with your family and making it greater. I love that. That's a great story. I love, I love that, you know, taking what you have and making it better and not, not putting yourself against anybody else, mm-hmm. making what you have mm-hmm. and, and making it a little bit better. So I do, I want to talk to you, Darian, just for a minute. I know your podcast are coming out, but what's your, what is Darian, Darian Jung, what does Darian want to be? What's your career goal in your life? And just, you know, what do you, what do you want to be? Uh, how do you want to touch other men as far as helping them through life, what what's your ultimate goal? Yeah, that's a loaded question. I would, <laughs> um, for me, honestly, I just want to be found faithful. I want to be found faithful to God. I don't. I, every time I thought I've had a plan, that plan is all, immediately disrupted. Right. <laughs> And it's and it's always something else. Like I had no clue husbandhood would be a part of this. I had no, in essence, I really had no clue behind every door would be a part of it. Right. What if I can help be a good brother, a good friend, through presence, through listening, through um, praying, and just taking wisdom that I have, I've been gifted with or given, and being able to bless somebody else with. I mean, I'm good. As long as I'm, I'm in, a, I'm being obedient, and I'm really just chasing whatever the God God has for me, um, and my family, and how to lead that, I'm good. I mean, I actually enjoy the roller coaster of not knowing sometimes what's next, right? But in same in the same breath, knowing that I'm being obedient. Yeah, it's a faith journey. So it's kind yeah. of like. I'm obedient. I'm, I'm I'm really operating in obedience, and some things I is some things are easier to anticipate than others. So yeah, I, I hope that I can be a great example of just faithfulness and presence, and that I can live my life in a way that blesses someone else. That I can take my life experiences and truly bless somebody else, whether they're really tough experiences or they're amazing experiences. Yeah. Like, Really be 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 a great example that God is faithful and that all can be great. If you allow. I love that. I mean, you uh, well, Darren, you're such a um, you're such a nice young man, but you're also you have you know I'm saying God laid His hand on your heart and you know let you be who you want to be. But everyone has a path that they walk, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so proud that to to know you and work with you and and wish you the the most sincere best wishes for your podcast and what you bring to the table for the people who listen to you. And maybe those who haven't heard it yet, but that will tune in. So I do want to make sure that we plug your podcast because it's really important and we'll make sure all our husbands listen to it. So how do they listen to your podcast and what's it called? Well, make sure you go to YouTube right now. We're on the YouTube platform. We're working to get to the Spotify's, the Apple. We're working to get to that point. However, right now you can go check out the Husbandhood podcast, Husbandhood Together podcast at you on YouTube. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing much more success from you and hearing more about what you're doing. So come back and see us in a few months and we'll we'll talk some more. Okay. 
love that. Thank you, Darian. I've really enjoyed our talk. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me.